This episode is brought to you by BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. You just pay $5 shipping. Coming up on TMS, that lady's clothes were non-existent. I don't like CDs. Welcome to Litigation Town. You've been served. Non-non-non-emergency. If you want to be my lover... You have to litigate, my friends. Is there a song called Turn the Page Something? <laughs> the Old Ides of Brian. How about like Popeye? <laughs> oh, you guys will love it when you get to it. Where, where are, oh, all cheerleaders must smell of strawberries. Third blue, third bloob. Third boob implant, I know, I know, it's serious. Coming soon, Hottie the Hedgehog. Diplomatic immunity. They had their pom-poms out. Get off your own lawn. Jury duty and more. On this episode of the Morning Stream. Oh, oh, yes, yeah, yeah, the aim is tipped. Oh, oh, he's caught the other one there. I'm afraid that's quite. Ah, oh, 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 dear. Yeah, that might be. Oh, ah, the fourth one did it. Yes. Oh, ah, ah, you uh, should work on your marksmanship. Let's test the fish sandwich. This is the morning stream. It puts the lotion in the basket. Hey, everybody, welcome back to TMS. It is the morning stream for uh, Tuesday, September 15th, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson. And that half-month guy over there is Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. That's right. Uh, I'm half-month Brian. That's half what they call me. Brian. My nickname. Uh, yep. That was my Every- finishing move in wrestling. <laughs> the half-month half month Brian. Brian. <laughs> oh, I don't want to know what that finishing move is. I really don't. <laughs> Give him the old half-month. Give him the old Ides of Brian. This morning I had the uh, angriest emailer, by the way, about... What's yes- that? I had the angriest emailer about yesterday's show. Ooh, good. Tell me, please tell me it was about me, something I did. I never get... It's because we had a story about a lady throwing a bag full of barf at a nurse. Oh, yeah. And right. then we Bob had a story about a scientist figuring out that if you eat your own dehydrated huh? poo, poop, you'll uh, be Poop healthier. biomes, right? Sure. Yeah. He really, really disliked our news lineup yesterday. So. And that man was free hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, not in this case. Yeah, no, he actually he likes the poop jokes and the uh, the bags of vomit jokes. He just doesn't like it when we get serious, when we play the the uh, wistful piano music. And, well, yeah. now we really want to tell you about something that is very important. And yeah, we want to bring things down a little and uh, yeah. turn down those lights and talk about something serious. But <laughs> exactly. In this guy's yeah, case, here, I just want this he's dude. He's here for the poop jokes. I just want this guy who's out there to know. Not it's not every day that we have a barf bag and a poop story. Okay, we're trying. We, it's not. We don't make the news. We report the news. Okay? Right. Exactly. Uh, that said, you may want to skip stories three, four, <laughs> and five today, listener. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe use that time to to Wait. go make yourself a sausage biscuit with egg. Oh, that sounds good. Don't say those things. That sounds really good right now. <laughs> it does sound really good, doesn't it? Oh my gosh, it sounds amazing. Um, all right, so we got a we got a show to do. We got things to do. Just Justin later and all that. So everybody, excellent. But, and before we even get too yeah. far away from it, it was the first thing we heard today. Well, well the second thing we heard today. Yeah. Uh, the uh, let's test the, the fish sandwich. Holy cow! 
that made me laugh. Then I heard them in the email when the when um oh and I can't remember who sent them. I to know. Us. I want to give him credit. I don't have his name either. Uh, I'll get I'll get it. But um, I heard them in the email, and and for whatever reason, when I was expecting to hear them, yeah, I thought, all right, these are really funny. When I wasn't expecting to hear them, they were even funnier. Yep, it's pretty good. I'll play it again if you're just joining us. Here you go. Let's test the fish sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Nope. That time I was expecting to hear it, and it still cracked it's me still up. Funny. It's funny. It's the fact that there's they're pretty close in uh, in timber, right? Like yeah. as far as the uh, yeah, and the the the, the the and the uh, so the the ships phasers and uh fish sandwich do a perfect little overlap. Have, it's nice. And you do have the the uh, the converse. Oh, do I? Oh, I don't have it handy though. Oh, oh I downloaded all those and I haven't converted them yet, but. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Well, we'll just you'll just have to surprise us when we uh, find out if it's too early for the ship's phasers. <laughs> Spoiler. That's exactly what it says. Spoiler. Spoiler, Spoiler. everybody. Spoiler. Yeah, when Brian people, said reverse. people probably could have figured that out. Yeah, it's a good point. It's the it's the red pants with the green shirt instead of the green pants with the red shirt. There you go. Black dress, white dress, or however that works. Did you have a lot of those books as a kid where you had the um, the books were like cut in a way where you didn't turn a whole page. You turned part of a page to get oh to get more. Yeah, different. They, different they still do that. Like Van's combos. got his favorite book right now is one that has a hole through the whole book, mm-hmm. and every time you move it, the hole is a, like it's a tree, and the oh, and the okay. little characters now in the hole of the tree, like the little knot hole of the tree, and then you flip it again, and it's a hole inside of a rock, and it's the guy inside the rock, and. And Do you put a thumb through it or anything? He does. Like any, He's always going because uh-huh. it's those big, thick, you know, cardboard pages that yeah, little kids yeah. have. Because they can't turn the page. Right. Know? Exactly. You turn the page, and oh look, it's Chris Evans' Instagram feed. Oh, what song is that? Turn the page. What am I thinking of? <laughs> That's Bob Seger. It's oh. a song called "Turn the Page." <laughs> <laughs> is it called "Turn the Page"? Yeah. Okay. Here I go. On the road again, there I am, up on the stage, there I go, and then he turns the page. Playing songs again, there I go, turn the page. I used to love that, that song would haunt me, I love it, I love it. Alright, okay, hold on, TV's Travis has invoked the red on-air light. Uh, Explain TV's Travis, because I don't think either of us have brought up Bob Seger or... Yeah, explain yourself. Yeah, I think you're misusing, and this is going to be a penalty. It's yeah, going to be a penalty on your team. You can't just throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know what? Oh. He think I'll bet he thinks that that means that I didn't know. Or he thinks the song oh. title thing is that. It's not how no, it works. That's it's not a, how it works. No, no, that's that's uh, that's the guitar something. That's the uh, yeah. That's the guitar, guitar called guitar hero or called. hero something called or how's that go? <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing when we don't know how that works because it's it, the whole point. Yeah, well, of it. we haven't heard that one in a while. Yeah, uh, let's see. Hero. Okay, I'm going to find it. Isn't okay. there a guitar? Here we go. Isn't there a guitar that's called something Hero? <laughs> <laughs> it's worse than you think every time. <laughs> it's so much better. But man, the audio quality has gotten bad on that one. No, the red. So the red NR. Red on NR. 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 Uh, light. Red and on air light. Uh, just for clarification, if I say, if Brian says, oh, by the way, I went and had a McDonald's today, and then, and I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh, and then I say, hey, Brian, when's the last time you had McDonald's? Right. That that's, would be an on-air light. That's an on-air light. Yes. That means Brian mentioned a thing 
that mm-hmm. for whatever reason I got distracted and missed it, and then I say it again, or vice versa, we both do it. That's red on air light time. And when that happens, you get this exactly. little image there, people at home. So give it straight, TV's Travis. Yep. Sorry, TV's Travis. Uh, that is a five-yard penalty. Repeating first down. First down. First down, everybody. Boo! All right. <laughs> we really recreated the NFL hey, experience. Ref, you suck! <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so check this out. We got an email we yes. have to read. Let's hear the email. Have to read it, because it's the one of the weirdest things I've ever gotten. This is from Chris the Geep, G-E-E-P. Oh, Chris the Jeep. Oh, Jeep. Not Geep. Like Jeep the Jeep, like uh, like on Popeye. Popeye, remember Popeye? Like Popeye? Popeye. Did they call it, they pronounce that... I always thought that was Geep as well. It's my Danny Glover impersonation, everybody. <laughs> like Popeye. Popeye? Like Popeye. How about Popeye? Like Popeye? <laughs> that's a terrible Danny that's Glover. My, that's my favorite scene from Lethal Weapon when he's like talking to the kids about what the guy looked like. Do oh, you have tattoos? Like Popeye? How about like Popeye? Popeye? How about Popeye? <laughs> oh, I forgot. That's a pretty good line. It's right up there with... Uh, no, it's a horrible line. <laughs> diplomatic immunity. That's a good line right yeah, there. All right, anyway, Chris line. the Jeep. Anyway, Chris We're never going to get to his email. So never. we're going to say Jeep then? Okay, Jeep. I'll say Jeep. Because I thought Geep. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, Chris the Jeep. Chris the Jeep. Jeep. Gif, Jif, what's the difference? Here we go. <laughs> I have a theory why Scott likes Fury Road so much, he says. He starts. In a world where everyone is stripped of everything, it means that everyone has a new and equal chance to try and get ahead again. Interesting. That is an interesting thought. Then he says, and to Brian, I think he likes the Spice Girls because they are like the hot friends of the sister he never had, and therefore they never came over to the house when he was 12. These are the important things that I hope you discuss them. Yours and Chris, Chris the Geep, Jeep. Whichever. What do you think? I think uh, I think both of those are very solid theories because you um, you do tend to you, you do tend to like that utopian society where kind of everyone's on the same playing field. You you have a tendency, for better or for for worse, you have a tendency to uh, to dislike celebrities celebrityism for its just existence. The fact that we <laughs> that we worship and praise people just because they're popular yeah. Yeah. i do hate that <laughs> now that i say it, it's like yeah i kind of despise that too <laughs> <laughs> it's not my favorite part of humanity so yeah you're right no, exactly yeah modern day royalty um, is weird that's basically what it is is royalty i don't like it exactly and uh and, you know i never did have a sister or a brother for that matter and uh so yeah i mean the, the the spice girls uh would be like the hot friends of the sister i never had yeah think about that because I had sisters, sure. but they were all younger, so it didn't really work for me. So I'd be in the same boat, but I didn't really like Spice mm. Girls either. Also, yeah. Brian didn't yeah. like the Spice Girls when he was 12, so there's a time problem here, right? <laughs> no, no, that's not... Because when not, did they it's start? just the fact that I never had... Uh, uh, when I was 12, I didn't have a sister oh, who brought oh, her oh, teenage right. friends over to the house for me <laughs> right, to crush okay. on. That makes sense. Like, when is Vanessa going to come over again? <laughs> She's a really good friend of yours, right? Yeah. Do you think she likes... Do you think she likes video games? I have a TRS-80 color computer with video games on it. Oh, my gosh. You would have all the ladies come flocking that's now. A, that's a 12-year-old Brian right there. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, when I Okay, I have a memory that's lodged into my memory banks forever, and I'll never forget it. Okay. And I don't know all why right. it's so it's just so prominent in my head. But when I was eight, maybe nine, my brother Mark, who was 18 or 19, 18 I think because he was still in high school he was a kicker kicker for this uh, high school football team 
So he was. Oh, all right. He's already. Oh yeah. Football star. Oh yeah. People love the kicker, especially back then. Uh-huh. It's like nineteen seventy nine. Like Jackie. Something. Jackie wants to be a football star. Yeah, exactly. So here's what happened though. One day, out of nowhere, a bunch of cheerleaders from the high school showed up at the house, and it was his birthday. So they were going to go just trash his room and decorate it you know like put stuff at balloons everywhere and hang streamers and do all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. and they let me help so these girls said nice. do you want to help us do this thing for you and of course you were the cute little brother oh he's so cute look at him trying to get up on the ladder yep i was so <laughs> enamored with these girls and they were all in their like their little skimpy freaking uh drill uh-huh, team outfits. outfits sure yeah right and i remember one of them smelled their like pom-poms out she smelled like strawberries yeah, that's that, actually that. Uh, that's was, a requirement. Uh, it? To be truly, you have to smell like strawberries. Yeah. Also, Tropicana. <clears throat> people that worked at the Tropicana in Vegas, they all smelled like strawberries when I'd see them every time. <laughs> really? Yep. Okay. Yep. Every wow, time. Those girls, they'd have the girls that come out in front of the casino and get pictures and stuff. They all smell mm-hmm. like strawberries. I oh, took a picture sure. of a couple. Well, and, those man. aren't people hired by the casino. Those are people who dress like that and hope you take a picture with them so they can charge you five bucks. Well, in 97, when I remember the first sentence. Oh, of, okay. Yeah, take that back. Those Back in 97, those would have been hired by the casino. I think these those days, were casino ladies, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, these, no, dude, th- these days I'm not going near any of those people. And uh, the Minion either <laughs> or the Transformer or the Spider-Man, they can all stay fully yeah. away from me. Yeah, COVID or not. That's, oh uh, yeah, who cares about yeah. COVID? I freaking <laughs> exactly. forget it, dude. I'm more likely to spend time with that topless uh, nun that was downtown that one time. Do you remember her walking around? I do. That's a great clip for Jamie to capture. <laughs> there was a nun walking around Fremont, Fremont Street, fully, fully burket, not burket. What do they call it? Um, habit. habit. Had the full habit <laughs> on, and all the stuff and everything except except her boobs are out, and she had pasties on, but she was this. Everything else, if you look saw her from behind, you'd be like... They're pronounced pasties, Oh, pasties, We covered this yesterday. Right, pasties. But from every other appearance, it would like... She looked like somebody could run up and and say, tell me about your convent. How, Sister, how how was your day, you know? I couldn't, but no. For everything but uh, the fact that her boobs were out, all other parts of that would be... It was the most Vegas thing ever when we saw her. I couldn't believe that. Anyway... Uh, thank Boy, you. Those people, uh, those people in Vegas are going to have a really hard time coming back from all this, right? Because their whole, their whole way of making money was getting people to come up next to them, put their arms around them, take pictures, get you get a picture with the, the the showgirls or the Transformer or the Spider Man, yeah. and um, COVID's going to have everybody gun shy about that sort of thing. Yeah, I don't want to. I already didn't like it, but now I really, really don't like it. So yeah, good luck, everyone. Jeez. In Las Vegas, Chris the Geek. If you look Jeep. in our, uh, yeah. If you look in our Discord, I, uh, thanks to J.K. Grammar, I believe we yeah. have the clip of Danny Glover questioning Alfred about Popeye. Oh, let's play it. I'm playing it. Here we uh, go. Tattoo, tattoo, uh, like like Popeye, like Popeye. A tattoo like Popeye. Oh, not like Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> I submit for your approval my impersonation. Spot on. That's pretty good, dude. Now this. Diplomatic community. <laughs> Just a reminder. A reminder. Okay. Way better uh, clip. Way yeah, better lethal weapon. Yeah, exactly. We got another big question. This is from our friend Jeff Sire up in Grafton, Ontario, Canada. Caring from Jeff, <clears throat> a.k.a. Bronco. He says this. Scott and Brian. Does Brian have an Anova brand sous vide? 
I think I recognize his imitation of the startup chime. That's exactly it's exactly what I have, and you know that startup chime. <laughs> That's hilarious. That he That is the noise that thing makes when you start it up. I love that I love that I mean, even you know, we know we've known Jeff for years, a decade or something, but I love that he could recognize that just in your impression and not know the brand, but then guarantee that it's the same brand. It's amazing. I love well, when you guys like do stuff. Like imitating this. iPhone uh, ring noises. I hate that one. Ugh. If I told you why I don't like that one, because it sounds like stuff's breaking when it rings. And I don't mean like shattering or the sound of breaking. To me, it sounds like it's enough of a tone to make the phone break. So whenever really? I would hear, okay. Bing, 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 I just think, ah, turn it off. It's going to break. It's going to break. <laughs> I don't know why, but. Oh, okay. It's a feeling I have when I hear it. I haven't heard it in oh. years. Because these days it's... Yeah, no, uh, yeah. Who, who uses... Who actually even has their phone set to ring these days? Well, we don't, but I guess people do. That's still not... That's. I hear it every time I go see a movie, Scott. Uh, yep. I do, do know people, uh, that people still use <laughs> ringtones. We saw these, uh, these little kids. This is a side story, but this morning we're walking the dogs and we're trying to teach the puppy not to jump on people and stuff. But she's very friendly with strangers and there's some kids walking to school. School's open up the road, mm-hmm. so you know they're mm-hmm. going to school. And it reminded me, well, two things uh, I was struck by. One, man, kids are the freaking best. Adults, I have spent all of COVID time mostly dealing with adults. Mm-hmm. They suck. Adults suck. The, I, sure. We're all lame. We're all lame, and we're all dumb, and we say dumb stuff, and adults are lame. Kids, once in a while, will come along, and you'll be like, oh, yeah, right, there's like eight, nine, and ten-year-olds in the world, and they're happy, and the mm-hmm. world's their oyster, and they're having fun, and they're laughing, and they're excited, and they couldn't wait to pet this dog. Is she friendly? Is she not friendly? We want to pet him. Oh, she's so cute. What's her name? You know, it just was, I don't know, dude, I needed that, because adults, yeah. I'm sick of adults. Y'all can just take your 18 and olders and go take a dump. <laughs> I want... I want more of the happy, smiley, freaking sunshine state of childhood in my life. And I I should be a teacher or something so I could be in class and and get a dose of that every day where you're just like, yeah, that's right, Billy. It is weird that the sky's blue. Let's learn why. Like, that's cool. Kids are great. Anyway. I've never heard someone get off their own lawn. (laughs) (laughs) I did get off my own lawn. And you know what? It was nice for like a hot four minutes. I just sort of was off my own lawn. and Because <laughs> kids are freaking great, man. Kids are the best, yeah. They're the best. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's not what I was getting to. What was my point? I forgot now. Shoot. Um, I don't know. Something about the dog. What was I doing? Uh, phone ringtones, I think, is where we were, were, oh. were coming from. Oh, oh, oh. That's what it was. You know the house I always tell you about that has... Uh, uh, every year they go crazy with the holidays, especially oh, Christmas. Oh, yes, and stuff. right, right, going nuts with the right. Yeah, they go crazy with it. Well, this year already they have, they've decided to go full skeleton pirate theme for Halloween, and they're already doing it. <laughs> We're like forty-five days away from Halloween. You this is like, me, boy, dude. are they getting an early start? You're, I'm right there with you because normally what they do is some kind of fall theme. Mm-hmm. They jump. They said, nope, jumping straight to Halloween. So it's. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So their yard is full of skeletons? Have you checked on the neighbors? Oh, I didn't think about that. These could be the decaying remains of my neighbors. Could be the neighbors. So there's like, I don't know, 20 pirate skeletons, a pirate dog skeleton, 
They even have a a, a pi or a um a skeletal skeletal mermaid, and her back oh, wow. end is like fish bones and a tail. Wow! And they're all okay. full size, like human size and everything. It's crazy. And the reason I bring Please all this tell up, me the pirate dog skeleton has keys in his mouth. He's just out of reach of the jail. <laughs> no. Because no. that's the only thing I think of when you say pirate dog. That's the only dog I can ever think of is that, that would hang out with pirates. Well, for some reason, you know, I didn't get that close. I'm, I'm, maybe I'll take a closer look. But what freaked me out is instead of playing creepy music or whatever, they just got like pirate people talking. So you walk by and it's like, oh, yar, somebody go swab the port bow. <laughs> They've even already got like the audio soundtrack out and about loud. They do. They have speakers out there. It's crazy how these people go into it. And a part of me likes it just because. I don't know. Halloween's awesome, and this is going to be a weird year, so let's go ahead and just have fun, and, you know, I don't know. No candy, though. No candy this year. Actually, yeah. it was last year about this time I stopped eating candy, and I haven't had, like, a proper candy bar in, in almost a full 11 and a half months. That's crazy. Yeah. Think of that. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Yeah, yeah that's going to be that, – that might make it actually easier for you to – to not even be tempted, right? I mean, mm-hmm. right now you've been, you've, you've basically, you've cemented the behavior. You've locked in the habit of Pr- pretty much yeah. not, not eating any sugar. So I've, even I've if the you occasional... were to buy a big bag of yeah. fun-sized Three Musketeers, you'd probably be, uh, be able to resist. But uh, yeah, how is that going to work? Like, I don't know. How about? I guess you come up to the door. The door stays closed. There's a QR code on the door <laughs> that the kid holds up there phone to scan and then they get a voucher a paypal amount for one piece of candy perfect (laughs) it's like what 14 cents for a mini snickers and they'll be on their way yeah i don't know what i don't know what the plan is i have no idea i mean are we supposed to even do anything are we supposed to just i don't know like i'm not going to invest in a giant bowl of expensive candy because i know people aren't going to come around and would we want to go around probably not i mean taylor's going to drag van to, out to see us but not to trick sure. or treat just to be funny in a costume Ooh, i'm the hand sanitizer <laughs> monster would you like some candy how about, a, how about it a- comes with a uv light <laughs> hold it under the uv light for a minute okay now you can take it away <laughs> let me check your check your temperature hold still that's right exactly yeah yes. i don't know <laughs> i don't know what to think maybe everybody yeah. will be in mass i don't know whatever but these guys have gone all out. They've already got audio. I just think it should be something creepy and not this. Yo ho, vast ye matey. Like that's all they're doing. It's like no, go scary. It's scary skeletons. Come you know, on. at some point, at some point, somebody's gonna throw out. Ah, the CDC is declaring war on Halloween. Mm, no kidding. <laughs> oh, Dice Tomato just says real, me. real talk. How crazy do you think candy sales are going to be this year with the surplus due to so many people potentially not buying near as much? For Halloween, that's a great question. Yeah, candy sales are probably going to be crazy cheap. I mean, we were in Target the other day. Uh, I was getting a frame for my giant Spice Girls poster. Of course, uh, of course. And you th- if you think I'm kidding, I'm not. Um, Is that really true? You're really, really doing that? You're really doing that? Or are you kidding? You are kidding. Where'd Brian go? Oh, shit. He really is serious. Look at this. He's left the microphone to go grab it. Oh my gosh, dude. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was... I oh, can't hear me. Let me put the headphones on. 100, 100% true right there. I cannot believe that that... I can't believe that that's... It's like me saying, Brian, 
I got <laughs> I got a third boob implant. No, really, I'm serious. And then I lift my shirt, and there it is. Like that's yeah. crazy. All right. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Continue with your story. It's a movie poster. Like it's um it's transparent or not transparent, but it's got the same image on both sides. So if you put a light source behind it, it uh, you know you can. That's cool. It, you know it, it it doesn't diffuse the light. I guess is what. I'm oh, saying. I got. I get you. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Anyway, so we were in Target and uh, walking by the Halloween aisle, and it was massively full of candy. And I'm like, oh, Tina, should we get some early? Like, you know, get them on sale now. And then I said, no, because they'll be gone by October 1st. Yeah, don't get them now. <laughs> don't get them now. And I, honestly, I don't know. If, I don't know. I feel like there's going to be a dearth of candy left. I just don't know who's doing what. I, I think there's going to be, I think there are some, there are definitely some conservative parents in the neighborhood, and they will take their kids trick or treating regardless of what what happens we want to be ready we'll have some candy but we won't we won't get the normal two bags that we usually get i want everyone to send their emails to brian because he's the one that suggested all conservatives take their kids out to get candy. <laughs> no but i know that you know that uh they're the ones who who don't believe in the uh the the, the cdc guidelines and they're totally going to be taking their kids out i mean i you know sure those are the ones that I get you. I know I'm where, just saying I, I know get emails the, regardless. I know where the liberal parents are too, and they're kind of hanging back and waving to us from their front lawn whenever we <laughs> we walk by. I'm just saying I get I get I get emails regardless of how <laughs> how simple the statement was. So That's today, simple. just saying. they're listening to Tuesday. Jury comes on later. There's there's far <laughs> more emails that are going to come from whatever yeah. he says than, than what I say. I uh, I agree. All right, that's uh, one final thing. A quick PSA: uh, the instance is not today. It's on Friday, okay? And it may be for a while. Uh, we we originally were on Fridays, moved back to Tuesdays because I had a Friday project. That Friday project is now done and signed off, and so now we have that open again. But we're still kind of dancing around the international schedule, trying to make it work for Patrick. That's hard. It turns out because he lives in the future and we live in the past, and. Anyway, it's tricky. So today, uh, there will be no instance, but it will be Friday and for probably the next few Fridays. Uh, it's up on the schedule. If you want to find it at frogpants.com slash podcast, there's a whole uh, live calendar there so you can go find out when and where and all of that. Uh, also, there's a new skim today, so Kim and I will pound one of those out <laughs> uh, this afternoon or this <laughs> after, after the show this morning. <laughs> Kim and I will pound one out after the show, and uh, we'll put it up. We'll post it <laughs> for the world to see and hear. So watch for that coming up soon. Nice. All right, Brian. Now this. It's time for the news brought to you by. Brought to you by Coverville. Tomorrow, there will be a Coverville celebrating the 50th anniversary of an album that was released on September 9th, 1970. 50 years since this album came out, featuring songs like Southern Man, Only Love Can Break Your Heart, Don't Let It Bring You Down, and of course the title track, After the Gold Rush. Yes, Neil Young's After the Gold Rush, 50 years old this month, so we're going to celebrate by covering every song track by track, and uh, that'll be on Coverville tomorrow, 1.30 p. no, one. 1 p.m. Mountain 1 p. Time. Yep. Yeah, because I do guess the connection on the 30. Uh, 1 p.m. Mountain Time, uh, twitch.tv slash Coverville. Also, I, and I don't have details on this, but I'm going to be a guest on the Almost Daily Discourse tomorrow night. Oh, nice. And uh, I don't know what our topics are going to be, but we're going to be recording four episodes back to back. I'm only going to be in the first two episodes because <laughs> homie don't podcast uh, in evenings anymore. I'm doing this full time. I stop at 5 p.m. usually. So yeah. 
I get a lot of requests to be on a lot of people's shows, and I'm have I have to turn some down. I just can't. It's just hard. Everyone thinks we're just standing around. I'm like, no, right, I got exactly no. After five p.m., I turn it off. I'm hanging out with the, the family, with which is really Tina and the television. That's my family now. Right, but uh... <laughs> young Zenith, how you doing today, son? You doing okay That's there, right. Zenith? <laughs> How's my little Panasonic doing? <laughs> So anyway, uh, almost daily discourse tomorrow night. Uh, look for just do just Google it, and you'll find out when they when they stream. And uh, I'm going to be on for the first hour. Nice. Uh, all right. Oh yeah, and that's yes. this is all as a pre- as a preface here. This the point of this is there is no oh, yeah. regular show tomorrow. So again, a reminder: TMS is not happening tomorrow. I'm on a su- super secret thing, which I'll reveal when I can. And then Brian's on his uh, thing. Well, he's not. He's fine. Brian's fine in the morning. It's yeah, me that doesn't affect. Yeah, it doesn't affect him. As a matter of fact, I'll probably will. Um, I'll probably have all the songs picked out, but I'll probably do a um, a Marvel dual stream in the morning. Oh, very nice. You're gonna exercise while you do it and then stream it, or are you gonna, uh, you're not? No. <laughs> no, fun. that's usually my thing, right? Is that I, I restrict my Marvel dueling to being on the exercise bike. It's a good way to motivate myself. But no, tomorrow I'll stream and uh, and just play some. Just play shuffle, shuffle some covers. It's a great idea. Uh, All right, so watch for that, Uh, but no show Wednesday. Okay, everybody, just calm yourselves down. Thursday, we're back. Everything's good. Yeah, all good for the rest of the week. Everything fine. Thursday, Wendy. Solutions to your problems. Yep, the one day, and I'll still be on DTNS on Wednesday and all that stuff. So I'm not going anywhere. Just have a morning thing. All right, uh, we got a first story here. Man who needed a chat. Made 135 bogus ambulance calls because he was lonely. Aww. He was Aww. lonely, Brian. Does get... he has he not heard of 976 numbers? Well, do you ever? Is that oh, what they are? Still, now? Those are definitely not still a thing. I know 900. Well, I don't know maybe they are. Yeah, 900s are still. Oh, you know what? I should try. What's that Sega number again? <laughs> oh yeah, the Sega support number. Yeah, because they it didn't work the day we tried it. But the night before, it was totally some hotline. Um, hold on. Hi, are you looking for some hot, attractive single hedgehogs in your area? <laughs> Call us now. Oh, I found it. Okay, so I'm just gonna we're just gonna give this a shot. All right, just <laughs> okay. one more time. Why not? Why not? Right for science. For science. Listen, YouTube already dinged us for that clip of lethal weapon we played a minute ago. Oh so. my gosh, they probably did. What's the worst that could happen? All right, here we go. I'm gonna put in the numbers. Why isn't it? Oh. Okay, it's 1-800-USA-SEGA. So U-S-A. Use a SEGA. S-E-G-A. Okay, let's give this a shot. Let's see what happens. We're calling. Yeah, we're allow. Okay. All right, allow. Here we go. Can you hear that? Do you hear that ring? No, I don't. Oh, you don't hear the ring. Oh, crap. I don't hear the ring. I'm going to fix that. Okay, you should hear it now. Oh, now I hear the ring. You have dialed a number that is not available from your calling area. <sighs> it changed again. It changed again. How, how is it possible that you've dialed it and it's not available from your calling area? I like, don't I thought know. you could call anywhere. I don't understand. The night we called it, when Nick and I called it or whatever, it was, yeah. are you looking for hot singles in your zone? And they did this whole, like, singles chat line thing for $1.50 right. a minute, maybe a bit. And then the next day I call it, and it's some financial advice thing. And then now it's just none gone. Of it, none of it's none of it's Sega. Something's up, dude. Oh, they should they should answer it going singles. <laughs> <laughs> bling bling bling. 
Hey, that's Green Hill Zone, right? That's Green Hill Zone. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that brings me that brings me back seriously. That's crazy. <laughs> Singles, yeah, everything to Singles. do with that, everything to do with that enter number should always remain some kind of Sega branding on it. I agree. Yeah, pretty good. All right, uh, where was I? <laughs> Freaking, I got lost there. <laughs> oh yeah, so this guy uh, who often gets lonely—that's the quote. Uh, needlessly called the ambulance and NHS. That's National Health Services in Britain. One 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 service 135 times during the height of the coronavirus pandemic. Stephen Sewell, he's age 64 of Leman Road or Lemon Road, uh, Gorleston is the, the location. Okay. Pleaded guilty in Great Yarmouth Magistrates Court on September 4th to persistently use the use of public communication network to cause annoyance, interference, inconvenience, and anxiety. He also admitted to uh, his constant or sorry consistent failure. To comply with a community protection notice issued in November 2019, where he was told not to call unless he had genuine emergencies. On five occasions between January 1st and April 24th this year, he failed to comply with the notice by refusing treatment uh, and becoming verbally abusive to paramedics after he called uh, 111. I guess that's their number. We have the 911. I thought it was 999 in the UK. So, so it's 111. It must be, maybe they got a different one for regions or something. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. You have, um, been, you have been found. Guilty of persistently making use of a public communication network to cause annoyance, inconvenience, and anxiety. I, I picture you in a white wig yelling that the whole time. <laughs> How would you plead? So one 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 is an emergencies, non 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 emergency or non non non. non. <laughs> one 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 is non emergencies, <laughs> and nine 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 is emergencies. Right. Non non non. That's what I say when the waiter asks for, do you need anything else at the Indian restaurant? None, 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 more none. none. We need more none, none, none. More none, keep it coming. Uh, All right, well, he's crazy, and he shouldn't do what he did. Amazon in the news. You're familiar with them? They got the uh, the Echo and the stores and the books. Sure, I've got many Amazon products, many, many Amazon products around me, probably. Boy, you want to really... Basics, you know, some Amazon basics I've got. Something else I've learned here lately. I did a I did a tweet where I you know how sometimes you'd be like, uh, oh wow, look how much beef the average American eats in a year, or ooh weird, look how um how many flies are born and die in one month, or you know stuff like that. Sure, this sure, is like right. statistical. Oh cool. Well, I found some numbers on Jeff Bezos's daily uh, money that he makes. Okay. And uh, I broke it down. It's 4000 bucks per second. Jeez. And that ended up being, I forgot what all the math is, but it was like that much a minute, and then this much a, per hour, then this much a day, and so on. Basically, that was the whole post. It was like, isn't this crazy? These numbers, if you look at them, it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. So he was making like $312 million a day. and wow. uh Or is making that. Yeah. Um, And, you know, it's complicated, some of that stuff. The stock value and sure, eh, you know it's right. whatever, but the of point course, is yeah. you can break it down into some numbers that are interesting to look at. And to me, that's the same as saying, "Oh, weird, we all drink an average of fifty gallons of milk a year." Whoa, that's crazy! Imagine doing that all at once. You know, like one of those facts. Mm-hmm. It's a factoid. Mm-hmm. Boy, was that a divisive tweet on Twitter? <laughs> really? My gosh, everybody's like, "What's the matter? Are you jealous? 
anybody could do it. All you got to do is just put your head down and get murdered. You could be the next Jeff Jeff. I'm like, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not. This is fine. I'm not having a problem. He's heard every bit of that. Sorry. And on the other side, there are people going, they should give away 99.8% of that because then he'd still be a billionaire, but he could could stop world population problems and all. I'm like, okay. All right, everybody. Are we all? This is why kids are cool. And adults yeah, suck. Right, can we not right. do this? Can we not? I don't ever do this to kids where I'll go, hey, kids, can you believe that the average giraffe uh, can be 20 feet tall? And they go, yeah, yeah well, they, 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 giraffes are destroying the Amazon forest by eating too many leaves. Burr. Yeah, exactly. Everybody, Everybody's a trigger waiting to be pulled right now. It's a uh, good way of putting it. Pull my trigger. Yeah. Pull my trigger. Yeah. Just do yeah. it. All right. Uh Sorry, where was I? Oh, Amazon. Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Interesting, uh, the irony of us going off on a tangent about... (laughs) (laughs) We can't even stay on. Oops. All right. So it says it was not price gouging during the pandemic when it sold toilet paper for 36 bucks. Uh, Amazon and its third-party sellers, and that's where it gets weird, is third-party sellers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, saddled, uh, sorry, saddled customers with an astronomical price increase on essential products such as toilet paper, face masks, and hand sanitizer at the start of COVID 19's pandemic earlier this year, uh, March, April ish. According to the report published Thursday by consumer adv- advocacy group Public Citizen. Isn't that just by default? If you're a citizen, you're a public citizen, right? right? I would think so. Yes. But like this is a, this is a non, like a nonprofit group that, just a citizen already taken by a watch company. So they needed one more word added oh. to it to separate themselves. I always forget there are watches. Citizen watches. Yeah. I always think of Timex and the Casio. Those are the two. Casio, sure. Right. Yeah. Rolex. Yeah. Never, Rolex. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, now we're in the oh, nice citizen. ones. Tag Hauer. Those are cool. Oh, those are very nice. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> a little sidetracked on watches. <laughs> <laughs> All available on Amazon, That's where right. Jeff Bezos makes three hundred million dollars just by you looking at his website. That's right. Think of it. Think of making four grand a second, though. Man. Oh, I can't even imagine what that's like. I, mean, I really can't. Like that is, that is, um, it's just a thing I can't even. Fath- I can't even imagine what life would be like with with, uh, right. with that sort of. Yeah, it's just out of control. Influx. Yeah, out of control. Yeah. It's 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 fun. It's uh it's jokey. It's it's funny money. It's uh yeah. Like what Papa, is even like what Papa, is Papa. what even is it? We've all made it up anyway. It's all just made up. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, the group so found that the price of some products deemed essential by existing uh, or proposed state price gouging statutes had increased by many times their initial price on Amazon.com. A package of fifty disposable face masks produced by Lead Pro. <laughs> is it Lead I, Pro? I, I would or? say maybe Lead Pro, but I don't know. Uh, Maybe there's lead in your masks. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to put that right on my face. It says here they were sold on Amazon for thirty nine ninety nine, up from around four bucks before the pandemic. Yeah, I'd call that gougy. Uh, <clears throat> decided also recently sold eight roll packages of Scott toilet paper, no affiliation, for as much as thirty six thirty nine when the retailers were charging less than seven. Now, there are currently thirty six states plus DC that have price gouging statutes on the books, according to the National Conference of State Legislatures. The statutes vary, however. With some states like Arkansas, California, uh, and Delaware limiting price increase by 10%, and others like Kansas that set the threshold as high as 25. The point is, they may be in the mood for some serious lawsuits right now. So mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes. See, this is what I've been waiting for a little bit with the pandemic stuff. Uh, 
if you're even if it wasn't intentional or whatever there's going to be some stuff during the time that are now going to be litigated it's just going to happen people are going to sue target because the target guy made him wear a mask people are going to sue target because they saw five people walking around without their masks right there's going to exactly, be yeah. this like yeah. bunch of it's going to get litig it's going to be just... litigation town for a while and it's going to be yep. bad yep it's gonna be bad it is uh, yeah, aftermath of all this stuff, it's going to be all reality shows and lawsuits, basically. Yeah, <laughs> <Soon as> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and documentaries yeah. ranging from terrible and dumb to oh, like really right. interesting, right? Yeah, I think we're already in documentary town. I look at um, at what Apple recommends I watch next, and up from about a quarter of its recommendations being documentaries, it's now at like two thirds or three fourths, and it's all a lot of it is political stuff, like um, yeah. Uh, I'm watching the circus on on Showtime. Maybe that's why it's recommending. Actually, <laughs> it's because I'm watching stuff. But no, before I even started watching the circus, it was uh, um, it was making all these recommendations for documentaries, just because I think that those are prom like gaining prominence right now. People aren't in people aren't in studios filming stuff. They're oh, at yeah. home yeah, assembling yeah. B-roll footage and uh, voiceovers. The trick will be when will all the documentaries be about COVID nineteen? That's the big trick. Right. Yeah. Uh, Northport Man. Northport Man. North Portman. <laughs> Natalie Portman's brother. Actually, you know what? I'm going to do this other story because it it's more of a Coverville story. I want to do this other oh, one. I'll okay. save this one for tomorrow. Oh, I like this too. Yeah, I, I saw this on the news, and so I'm glad we were talking about it. Vinyl record sales. You know, records made of vinyl. Yep. Yep. With the little hiss and the pop and the click and all that. And the, the, the pops and crackles. Uh -huh. Yeah, they get a little warped. You know, I put a needle on them. Uh -huh. It's real old school. Yeah, you got to listen to four songs and then get up and turn it over. Oh, my And listen gosh. to four more songs. I can't believe but it. But they sound so much warmer. Yeah, they're warm. They have a warm actually, sound. Actually, let's get to that. Let's, let's, you know. <laughs> oh, look at yeah, this. Well, the, uh, yeah, the, uh, the sound is just, it's got a much warmer sound to it and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, CDs just sound so tinny and thin and flat, and uh, the vinyl's just got such a much warmer kind of sound to it. Yeah. For folks at home, Brian donned some nerd glasses. I put on glasses, and if I had a beanie hat, I'd put that on as well. Yeah. I don't. You have the goatee thing, so you're good there. I do have the goatee. <laughs> Part yeah. way to uh, hipster doofus. <laughs> Nothing else. You, you don't have to do anything else. You're good. Your visage is correct. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, uh, vinyl record sales have surpassed CDs for the first time since the 80s, which is just kind of a weird thing to hear. The days of vinyl records being a nostalgic relic of the past are gone. This year, vinyl sales have outpaced CD sales in the U.S. For the first time since the mid-1980s, vinyl records accounted for 232.1 million of music sales in the first half of the year, compared to CDs, which brought in about 129.9 million. A paltry number in comparison. Mm -hmm. According to a report from the Recording Industry Association of America, vinyl records, also known as records pressed on wax. Thanks, article, for Britain, for doing really? that. Yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> Are they also known as records pressed on wax? Have, have you ever described them as, uh, well, I'm going to head down to, uh, oh, it's it's uh, record store day, so I'm going to go to the store and pick up some records pressed on wax. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that new ACDC album, Pressed on Wax. Yeah, they're not. They're not also known as that. No, they're not. <laughs> but they CNN, do. CNN uh, fulfilling their uh, word quota. Yeah, well done, guys. They keep and they get worse. Uh, we're, these were commonplace before other formats, formats such as cassette tapes and CDs became the preferred mode of listening to music. 
But that hasn't that stopped vinyl also records. Also known as records pressed in thin, thin strips of <laughs> plastic <laughs> on reels, on magnetic tape. Uh, let's see. Uh, vinyl records Sorry. have started a resurgence that started in 2005, and every year have grown consecutively. Uh, in the first half of 2020, the revenue was up four percent, while CD revenue was down 48. Woo! Uh, despite the yeah. stunted growth of physical sales, streaming services continue to boom. So, this is what's yeah. happening is exactly what we kind of all predicted, right? Vinyl was going to have a comeback because it was mm-hmm. like a boutique experience. It's like buying a comic book and putting it on your table, and it's got a beautiful cover, and you know you want right. that. But for your everyday consumption, you're using freaking Spotify, Apple Music, whatever. You just totally. Yeah. This makes sense to me. Totally. I think what it really is is the fact that people who would be buying CDs, like the people who are buying vinyl probably are just still the same people buying vinyl maybe a little bit more but the people who would be buying cds have stopped buying cds and are just getting streaming so it's almost like two different groups of people and the vinyl people are just outlasting (laughs) the digital the cd people are like i don't need to carry around all these cds just give it to me on streaming well even even with the resurgence in um in vinyl it's still such a paltry number if you look at this right uh ad supported streaming and streaming radio services up four point eight billion dollars, right? In the first six right. months of twenty twenty, like that other stuff is pennies compared to this. It is, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, two hundred thirty-two million dollars compared to four point eight billion dollars. <laughs> it's like uh, Spotify and Apple Music combined increased twenty-four percent uh, in the first six months of the of the uh, year. That's just crazy. Wow. Well, now we filled you in on some really cool information. Let's take a break and stimmer on it. Stimmer is not a word. I made that stimmer. up. Stimmer. Steep and simmer. Oh, I think I meant... St- oh, I may have meant simmer and stew. Like you're going to stew, stew on, on it. Stew on it. Okay, sure. Stew on it, simmer but on steep it. steep isn't bad. Stumer. Stumer on it. Yeah. That's that's high tea you got going there. High tea. <laughs> high tea. All right. We're going to take a break. <laughs> when we come back, Justin will join us. Uh, before that, though, a song of Brian's choosing. What do you have? Heck yeah. Let's go to... Uh, Let's go to uh, some some progressive metal and fusion. This is actually, this really rocks. This is a band called Arch Echo, and um, they're like Dream Theater, but their songs are only three minutes long. It's even better. <laughs> they are a five-piece, and they've got the their new EP coming out on October 2nd called Story One. Uh, lead singer, uh, lead single, there's no singer. <laughs> lead single is called To the Moon. You're going to hear it right now. Let me see if there's anything else. They formed in 2016. Um, I'm just trying to see where they're from. And sometimes they don't tell me. I, I you know, I like hearing where bands are from. But yeah. in this case, they're from all, they're from, they're from here and there. Wow. Here's the band Arch Echo uh, with their song To the Moon.
guys, here to talk to you about our friends at Blue Chew. That's right, the sponsored episode is from Blue Chew. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. That's eh, something we could all use a little more of right now, right? You know what I mean. You can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed, guys. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Blue Chew is made in the USA. It's prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor or wait in line. It's even cheaper than a pharmacy. And they prepare and ship them right to you in a discreet package. No awkwardness. And you don't need to leave the house. If you could benefit from where, I don't know, the confidence matters. Blue Chew is the fastest way to enhance your performance. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special code TMS. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E, blue like the color blue, chew.com slash TMS. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the show. I've got one more month at this job. And I'd love to spend it nailing the mutants. Your heart is pure. The Morning Stream. Mock death at your own peril. And we're back. Man, that song was like the definition of prog rock, but also not nine yeah. miles long, so that's cool. Exactly, yeah. Four minutes, 13 seconds of Arch Echo to the Moon from their upcoming EP, Story One, or Story I, but probably Story One. I like it. I'm going to get more of it. Yeah. <clears throat> I like instrumental rock and roll. I don't know what my deal is. I do too. You know what? Yeah. Especially especially like that. It's it's very accessible. Yeah. I think, I think accessibility is an important uh, factor in days like these. I agree. Okay. Well, now we know what time it is because this thing's going to play in a second. Or will it? Will it? Or will it? Maybe it won't. I don't, hear whether... it, I don't know if I don't know if you know this, but I can't hear it. If ju- oh, no, I haven't played it yet. If Justin uh, picks up, and then, oh, there it is. All right, here we go. These are their stories. Do, 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 do. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the program. One Justin Robert Young from Port uh, Portland. From Oakland, California. There is no Portland, California. <laughs> I got Portland on the mind. I got friends and family there. I'm a little worried about them, but uh, that's not why I said that. It's because I'm dumb. Hey, Justin, welcome to the show. How the heck are you? Hey, hey man. Hey, what's hey, what's, hey, up? what's up? What's happening? What's going on? Wow. Feels like you're on a Mr. Microphone. Yeah, you are on it. What is that sound? Do you hear that? What is is that, that Scott's new setup or Jury's no, new setup? No, that's Jury, because you're coming through the same thing he is, so it's, it's not me. Okay. Okay. I don't know what that is. Oh, jeez. I don't know what that echo, is. Echo. Echo. <laughs> hey, good looking. We'll be back to pick you up later. <laughs> it did sound like Mr. Microphone, which is fine. We got a mighty convoy yeah. rocking through the night. That's what it sounds like. There we go. Oh, I had my it. effect on. Ah, see? Yeah. All right. All right. Because it didn't sound like an error. It sounded like something in like you would want to have happen at a certain moment no right? no 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 it, yeah. it's always it's always good when your friends uh can give you technical help like <laughs> screaming that's a mr microphone and laughing at the top of their lungs 
Well, you know, well, we if, this like were, to... if this were NPR, we would have been like, oh, we'll hold while you fix your audio. But this <laughs> is TMS. Yeah. It's TMS. I this know, I know, I know. Live and in uh, in your drive. Anyway, hey, it's good to have you back. I uh, uh, hope you had a decent week and that the smoke has uh, at least somewhat cleared from the Bay Area. How's it look now? It's not all red and gross, or is it? Well, it's funny. The, the day that it was uh, crazy orange was actually like the best air quality day we've had in the last week because all the smoke was above this weird marine layer bubble and so that's why we got the crazy sky yeah. uh but the the air quality at that point was still well, we've been like watching the aqi i don't know if anybody even knows what the hell the aqi is but i don't it's know the what the air that is. quality, air quality index? In, index oh index right? yeah 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 so like in general and it's funny because like now this is like things that you just talk about with your friends here and uh, uh it's like oh man you know it's 125 today oh i i you know it was 300 yesterday <laughs> like uh but nobody outside of here or going through this knows what the hell we're talking about yeah so uh uh yeah we are down, we were up into the like 300s, which is like, uh, I, I, I presume what the air quality is in a, uh, you know, a opium den under a train station in, in uh, Shanghai. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, that was over last week, and, and it's slowly getting better today. Okay. Well, that makes me happy to hear. When I saw those, those pictures, uh, I just thought, man, like... And then somebody did the thing that my brain did, which was I immediately made it all like post-apocalyptic and Blade Runner-y. And then yeah, somebody immediately sure. turned around and took aerial photos or aerial video from somebody. Yeah, people drone. did drone footage and put it to the Blade Runner yeah. soundtrack. That this was awesome. freaking perfect. Mm. I mean, it's scary and awful, but kind of great, too. So anyway, there's that. Hey, Justin comes on Tuesdays. We talk a little bit about the world of politics. And it's great because yesterday I got an email saying... You Trump-loving a-holes, give him, you should be giving him hell. And I got another email right after that that said, you yes. don't respect our great leader enough. You need to stop being such leftist. And I'm like, all right. I think I've come oh, to a yeah. conclusion on all of this. It doesn't matter how we talk about some of this stuff. It just really doesn't matter. Someone's going to oh, hear it how they want to no, hear it. Scott, you're not aware? <laughs> I know. I know. Wait, I no, just no, 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 no. We're in backcountry now. It's oh. like in in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas when they're driving to Vegas and they're on mescaline and they're like like oh we're in backcountry like yeah. and then the bats start flying at him in their mind yeah like that's where we're at like okay. we're just we're literally in backcountry we're gonna be in we're gonna be driving through backcountry until sometime between November third and the heat death of the universe but uh, <laughs> you know at at some point it will likely end but until then no I got one I very rarely get. Um, I very rarely get people that will like reach out to me. I'm sure people get annoyed with me all the time. Uh, and sometimes I get it in the chat or whatever, but like I, I over the last like week, I had like a, a somebody that's like connected to us that decided to reach out and let me know how much they don't appreciate the guests I've booked, uh, uh, because they're too, um, they're too uh, uh, one-sided. And then I had somebody else uh, say that I was a fascist apologist uh, <laughs> last night, which I thought was 
But no, I, I thought I it was funny because he was like, oh, you should be ashamed of yourself. And all I could think of was that one line that still doesn't make any sense in the Avengers when Bruce Banner's <laughs> like, that's my secret. I'm always angry and then turns into the Hulk. <laughs> and like that moment was so cool. I remember like watching that in the theater and being like, yeah. And then like after like since then, I'm like, wait, what the hell does he mean? He's yeah. always angry. Like. He didn't seem angry throughout the movie. Yeah. Like, is he just internally it was angry? His, I think it was his just way com- of... compartmentalizing it. Yeah, yes. I think it was his way of saying, I, I agree with you that it's a little confusing. It's also part of a scene where the worst thing uttered in the history of the Avengers was said. We'll get to that in a minute. But him going, that's the, the secret, you know, I'm always angry, is a way of him saying, well, I can now control it and set it off when I need to. But it actually kind of doesn't make any sense because he's not always no. angry. He's not always angry. No. And like I mean like you could say like oh I can control it. Like yeah. or you know like am I I'm always angry with myself maybe would have even made sense. But anyway, <laughs> I I just thought that was funny he said I should be ashamed of myself and I'm like that's my secret. I'm always ashamed of myself. And then <laughs> I got a I got a gif of him a banner turning into the Hulk in that moment. And I thought it was funny but it's just look, we're in we're in backcountry. You got to understand that you got to just look at the bats and be like, wow, that's, those are some crazy bats. Mm. I think that's a good attitude to have. I need to Fair start enough. thinking that yeah. way. You know, I have this permanent problem in my life. I don't know how to change it, but I take people. I try to take them at face value. So somebody emails me. I want to hear them out and I want to see what they mean. And I'm trying to understand them. And it always gets me in trouble. And I always end up feeling like disappointed that people aren't reliable actors and all of this and mm-hmm. and you know what it's better to just go yeah backcountry <laughs> like i realize it's it's a simple <laughs> metaphor but it kind of maybe it works better i need to i need to well, quit being disappointed because here's here's the, here's the second level on it the second level is it's not that they're being disingenuous or that they're even being necessarily biased or unfair it's just that you are expecting them to deal with you the way that you understand you but yeah. they're not yeah. And nobody ever really is. They're yeah. looking at you as pot or pot. Uh, Scott, <laughs> Scott, the podcast host, pot, the Scott has cast coast. Uh, call him the kettle black. Yeah. yeah. Wait a minute. Hold on. Pot, pot the, the Scott cast host. There you uh, go. Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. So, uh, you know, they're, <laughs> you know, his echo goes for days, by the way. It does. Oh, yeah. No, wow. that's, that's, that's tuned up. Yeah. Um, and I like it because when you do it on your show, it's usually to thank somebody for subbing or whatever. And you do that Yahoi thing and it goes for miles, just yeah. miles <laughs> down the. We're all, we've nice. all aged six months when you finally hear the final echo. It's amazing. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, but like, so people are looking at you not only in general as somebody who does a podcast that they listen to, yeah. but now you are also nestled into everything else that they are reading about politics and every other tweet and every other news thing and every other, and they're modeling because this is human nature. They're modeling that your experience is like their experience. So, so you've read what they've read. You've felt what they've felt. And that's why what you're doing is such an emotional betrayal because you've walked this same path in their mind how on earth could you not feel the same way that I feel right now? Yeah. And and that's it's no one's fault. And, and that's the thing is like I, I, I would even push back at the idea that people are not dealing in good faith because I do think for what they're doing, they're dealing in good faith. But the, the, the backcountry isn't them coming at you. The backcountry is where we're at right now. And and the sheer amount of 
news and opinions and emotions that normally go into an election year and, you know, add that into the existential dread of a pandemic in orange skies. Yeah, it's all happening at once. That's mm-hmm. the problem. I just need to. Mm-hmm. I like this background country thing. Or cr- crunchy, <laughs> crunchy bats. Mm. All right. Uh, anyway, we should probably kind of get a, a, a window on the world here, real quick, about what's going on in terms of just raw ass. How are we doing toward the election? We've got less than what fifty something. Fifty days. days. It's less than fifty days. Like okay. it's forty nine days or something. That's crazy, Brian. Yeah. Can you believe that? Forty mm-hmm. something days. All right. Well, anyway. So if that isn't backcountry, I don't know what is because this is when things heat up, regardless of the election yeah. year. So add to it all the other uh things but uh any movement on and like if if it was polls are weird but if you were to elect have the election today is there any like common thing that like would say oh yeah we're okay if it was held today trump went by this or biden would win by that do we are we anywhere near any of that or do we, is it all still just like i don't know look what happened 2016 everybody thought this and this happened instead mm-hmm. we don't know bruh. So what do you where where do you feel like we're at right now? <laughs> Oddly enough, the last part's probably the most <laughs> the most cognizant in terms of uh uh where I kind of feel like the general opinion is. A lot of the real hardcore pollster people are like, "Well, look, the numbers are the numbers are the numbers and the numbers say that Joe Biden has the best chance to win an election since uh you know, Reagan ran for re-election." Mm. Um that he is he, this you know, based on the number uh, uh, nationally, he should have a landslide. Um, my only question to you guys and the audience is, does this feel like a landslide to you? <laughs> I mean, no, it definitely doesn't. It doesn't feel like a done deal and, and probably uh, more nervous than ever about it. Because yeah. uh, it does not feel like a landslide to me. And granted, mm-hmm. That is a very subjective thing where polls theoretically should be objective. The biggest problem with polling is people don't have landlines anymore. And when people had landlines, people wanted more than they do with cell phones to talk to strangers. Yeah. Uh, It's harder to do polls. Polls rely more on waiting. And so therefore what we wind up, uh, we wind up, looking for are the polls that are the most accurate by the time that the actual results come in based on how well they weighted the people that they got to what you know the actual electorate was uh with that being said there still are really 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 close races in uh or the 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 races are really close in the states that matter ohio pennsylvania florida north carolina uh Obviously, Michigan and Wisconsin are also very, very important. Minnesota's also really, really important. Uh, you know, both Biden and Trump are spending a lot of money in Minnesota because the Trump campaign believes that they can be the first Republican to win there statewide in like a billion years. Like they haven't had any like no statewide attorney general, no governor. They they vote Democrat. And that is that. So, so why why the why the confidence that they will is it something turned is it the 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 protests or something have something to do with that turning do you think no or? this is pre that they came very close to winning in 2016 oh, I didn't and know that. and they feel that the uh that the tide of that kind of voter is only turning further in their favor 
uh, we will see whether or not they are right. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. So first debate is when? I know that's not. End even... of this month. I believe it is the final Wednesday in September the 29th. Okay, so that's pretty quick. Um, the vice presidential one before or after that? The one here in Salt Lake after. City. Okay. Yeah, so well, normally September... what happens, oh, if, if, if you're going to go by history, then you would bet on Biden beating Trump in the first debate. Historically, incumbents get overconfident and the office kind of like will always give them a reason to like not prep for debates. Yeah. Uh, and then the person who is running against them is better prepared. They're able to get their stuff off in a better way. This happened with Romney and Obama. Uh, this happened with, um, oh man, who else? I'm trying to remember. I know there's another one, but, but most recently it was Romney and Obama where the vice presidential debate became very important because the vice presidential debate comes right after the first presidential debate and, uh, a, a very spry Joe Biden, uh, uh, was able to kind of, uh, stop the bleeding for the uh, uh, Obama-Biden ticket when he just em- emasculated uh, old Paul Ryan. Oh, old that's CrossFit right. It was Paul, Paul Ryan. Ryan. By the way, really quick to clarify, Tuesday, uh, the 29th, is the first debate. Oh, Tuesday. Oh, sorry. Tuesday. Tuesday. Yo, you want to know what? Weeks, yes, it is Tuesday, today. the 29th. Yep. Two weeks from uh, today. Ooh. And it won't happen before the- we talk, so it will, it will, it'll be a preview that day when you're on. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but it's funny. We've been watching old debates on my channel. We watched Bush vs. Gore 2000 last night. Uh, and boy, uh, Gore sucked. <laughs> what Gore the, was just what was Gore? What was all. Gore's? What was his big falling or failing in those debates, would you say? Well, the thing that people remember the most was the 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 lockbox stuff where oh, yeah. like in my plan i'd put <laughs> medicare in a lockbox uh <laughs> the right. uh, or an ironclad lockbox but even then sometimes when especially when things become memes uh they get sort of heightened out of uh proportion and like we watched the 1960 debate and and you would think by legend that uh, uh, Richard Nixon was like babbling and shaking and drooling and about to fall over and you know like yeah. slowly listing to the right, and he looks fine in yeah. in in the debate when you watch it. It's crazy how things sort of become larger than life. Al Gore was worse than I remembered. Oh, Al no. Gore, especially the sighing, he would do this like, <sighs> oh god, like oh, really? Oh jeez. Uh, <laughs> I, I, in my head, I thought he only did that like four times. He did that stuff. Like, I think we counted 12 size or 14 size. Uh, uh, Stoic squirrel who was there last night was saying like it was wow bad. It was really, really bad. And it's one of those things that I'm glad that we're able to watch it back because by and large, I think my audience is fairly left leaning and specifically on Twitch. It's, it's, it's left leaning. Uh, not a lot of george w bush fans let me put it like that and and when you watch it back without the the modern you know uh hooks into it yeah you just watch it and you're like oh yeah this guy is talking slower you can understand what he's saying he's not rattling off like 50 excel spreadsheet numbers (laughs) oh like one after another 
uh, and, or sighing like he's uh, been offended at a dinner party in Victorian England. Uh, <laughs> yes, this guy did better at this than the other one. Yeah, I. Uh, it's funny. My memories of the Gore period, like him running for for president against Bush, was mostly Daryl Hammond doing him on SNL on the weekend. Right, right. Like I really don't have any. It's hard for me to separate them. I can picture current Gore all bearded up and going climate stuff right i can see that yeah uh and there's something about that where he just leans into this passion he has that makes me go well you should have done that dude should have gotten all excited and had a beard then uh Mm -hmm. but anyway him 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 during that actual election period uh, that run-up and daryl hammond are i can't picture i can't separate them indistinguishable yes they're the same amalgam of man and so uh that i don't know what that means i guess it says i watched a lot more snl back then but Daryl Hammond's Al Gore is low-key really, really, really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, uh, uh, both of them, and that was really, to me, the beginning of, like, when those debate sketches got really famous. Mm -hmm. Like, that that first one with Daryl Hammond and Will Ferrell as George W. Bush. Yeah. But uh, uh, I'll tell you what. It's not far off with like, you know, it's it's uh, uh, Al Gore was Al Gore was bad. The other thing that was that was interesting in rewatching it was how much Al Gore wanted to push to the center. And if you remember, the Al Gore that was running in 2000 was not climate change. Al Gore. Mm, No, he was he was not the kind of guy that he eventually morphed into. He was eight years a lieutenant to a controversial yet popular president that he was distancing himself from. And one of the things that we broke down last night was how even in terms of structuring his points, he would go to the center before he would prove his case on the left. Yeah. So he would say, like, when it came to abortion rights before he got to why he needed to defend a woman's right to choose he went to i would sign a ban on partial birth abortions yeah right and i I, apologies that we're having this conversation but it it is an important one in terms of liberal politics because normally a woman's right to choose is a thing that you fight on right like that is something that you plant your flag in sure uh i worry about that for joe biden during this debate because he has pushed very hard to the center. Again, John Kasich got more speaking time than AOC. Uh, that has been a, a big part of it. I know him and his campaign feel that they need to prove themselves on the like, we don't want to defund the police. You know, you wanted to fund the police. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I would worry about him being able to structure his arguments so he is feeding the left first and and then making it okay for independents or never Trump Republicans to come in. Right. Um, because I think that that stuff matters in, in these cases, specifically when even though Biden is out there speaking now, he hasn't spoken a lot. Uh, a lot of people are probably going to be hearing from him for the first time because they watch debates more than they watch conventions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one thing Trump does uh, really well is want to be in front of a camera all the damn time. Just getting in Same front of things. an audience and a camera. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, that's something to be reckoned with. And I also, do you, would you say that Romney did the same thing that Gore did? You know, Gore tried to drift toward the middle, which may have hurt him. 
uh, Romney seemed to go from the middle and drift right as a strategy, more right than usual for him. And that hurt him a little bit because he was like, I love Big Bird, but I'm all, you know, maybe we should get rid of, you know, like he was doing stuff that that he doesn't do now. (laughs) You know what I mean? So was that drifting right? Uh, Did you think that dinged him when he ran in 2012? No, I mean, I I think Romney, Romney's biggest problem is that he ran away from who he was. Mm. Like uh, he ran away from being a man of faith, which I think would have helped him. Uh, He ran away from being rich as hell, which I think would have helped him. Uh, I I think when, when you are denying probably the two biggest things that people would immediately associate you with, then they're going to have a hard time connecting with you specifically when they have somebody that they already like on the other side. So uh, Romney should have ran very proudly as the first, you know, Mormon uh, uh, candidate from his uh, from his party or any party he should have talked very openly about that he should have not been uh i mean this is a, a general thing that the more i get into presidential campaign history that that i i just very much believe in campaigns that are too careful lose yeah there's more i can point to more examples of campaigns that were trying to take away things that they thought might hurt them than campaigns that were putting things out there whether or not they succeeded or failed because they wanted to connect with people. Right. Um, And obviously, I think that's a lesson that we've learned very, very clearly now with Trump, who obviously didn't care about anything (laughs) that could hurt him and was was totally putting everything out there. Throw everything Uh, at the wall. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I do think that you know, for for Romney, the fact that he that he got the like Mr. Burns thing turned back on him, yeah. uh, that yeah. was a sign that he didn't own it. Yeah. Like he he should have said, "Yeah, American dream. I hope every American ha- builds a house where they have a elevator for their cars in the garage. Mm. That's that's <laughs> the best. Like, hold on, let, let me do a fundraiser where everybody can come to my house and ride my <laughs> elevator in my garage because it's awesome." Yeah. Uh, he did. You he know, really did try to. It's not so much that he. You don't. It's not so much that it, what people wanted him was to gloat about it. It's that he didn't. He pretended like all of that wasn't there, right? Yeah. Like just kind of ignored it, or 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 tried to like. Well, now let's move the focus. You know, I don't know. I think that probably was was a bad bad move. And so I guess bring all this forward. Do you think Biden Biden's pulling a gore? Then is he trying to be too? Well, we, we don't know. We don't know. And Biden is a much more capable debater. I have I have seen Biden debate and win twice. Uh, he won against Palin and he and he won in a crucial moment against Paul Ryan. Whether or not that Biden still exists anymore is probably the larger question, because the Biden that was in those debates doesn't seem to be on the stump. He doesn't you know, do his speeches the same way yeah. that he used to at those, at those junctures in his life. Um, but maybe we, we don't, we don't know. Right. Uh, he didn't, he didn't seem to have that same kind of zip on his fastball during the democratic debates, but those are twisted metal, you know, uh, demolition derbies where, where you're just trying to get a word in edgewise uh, uh, and your, and your points across. So, who knows? Uh, we we will see. I do think that Biden will do better than Gore. I 
I just have lingering questions about where the messaging of that campaign is. Uh, and, and you saw some of that reflected reports came out over the weekend that like, uh, Bernie Sanders is, you know, uh, and some ex Obama aides are sort of sending up signal flares on warning about Biden's messaging, that the messaging isn't as clear as it could be. Uh, you know, Biden is still not doing door knocking. No. Um, and that's, that's, I said this in the newsletter at freepoliticalnewsletter.com. Like, <laughs> We're going to we're going to get to the end of this election and either we're going to decide door knocking doesn't matter at all or that Biden is the biggest idiot on the planet that he tried to win an election it. by not doing it. Mm. And by door knocking, you mean like throngs of people, volunteers canvassing neighborhoods and knocking on doors and going, hey, you got some Biden stuff right. here. Who are you voting so, for? yeah, you go canvassing. You, yeah. you 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 identify which neighborhoods will win you the crucial states. Yeah. Right. And then it's as simple as just letting people know, <laughs> hey, you know, the election's coming up. <laughs> hey, like as, as dumb as it sounds to us, like th this is the name of the game. This is the blocking and tackling of politics. Let people know that there is an election. Let people know that your candidate is a is somebody who speaks up for the things that you believe they might be into. Let them know that if they need a ride to the polls, they can get one like these are. These are just the 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 general like uh, bread and butter of it. Now, maybe that's not the case anymore. Maybe in a world of texting and emailing and and everything else, maybe the idea of door knocking is antiquated. But we're gonna find out one the, way or another. Are the Trump people doing it? Are they canvassing? Oh in yeah, that, in that way they are. Okay, right. and it, mm -hmm. see, I, that's the other thing. It's like. Do all of that, but also let's do it in a pandemic where you're going to have different levels of, of acceptance of someone being at your door and standing less than six feet away or, you know, who's got masks, mm -hmm. who doesn't. Like, there's a lot of that that we didn't have <laughs> previous right. to this. So, uh, or at least for not for 100 years. And I mean, even then, you know, the, the, the census is doing it. Um, the down ballot Democrats are doing it uh, because they believe that they don't want to take that risk. But then again, they might not be up in the polls like Biden is. So yeah. it is it is a uh, it's 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 an interesting situation. But but the Biden people believe very strongly that this is a turnoff for their voters. Yeah, that a, a one of their voters seeing a Biden person on their porch would turn them off and they don't want to do it, um, which you're, you're, my you're, you're, my my, right. my gut says, boy, that seems like you're being careful. <laughs> Mistake. Yeah, it seems mm -hmm. like a, it seems like some perhaps over over caution, but I don't know enough about how that stuff works. So I I, I don't know, uh, but I do know this: when the debates come, you'll be doing live coverage. Uh, up till then, you're doing coverage of previous debates and seeing what we can learn from history. All kinds of cool stuff happening on your channel. What yes. would you like to mention? Uh, next today? next week is Biden, uh, Paul Ryan. We're doing Biden, Paul Ryan uh, next week. We're finally up to our current. I feel like we watched three old debates. We watched the 1960 debate. We watched the 92 debate with uh, uh, Clinton, uh, Bush, and Perot. And then we watched Bush-Gore. And so now I feel like we've done enough education that we can start to move into some modern stuff. And so we will watch a very good Biden debate uh, Joe Biden versus Paul Ryan from the 2012 election. And then we will move into, I believe, the second debate for.
from 2016 with Trump and Hillary. Nice. They're lurching around behind her one. I'm excited about oh, yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Justin Robert Young, of course, the Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Justin R. Young. Uh, uh, yeah. Anything else you want to mention before we go today? Uh, yeah. Politics, 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 the podcast. And uh, I love you guys. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> we love you, too. Aww. Bye now. See you, gerbs. All right. Oh, I forgot to. Oh. I keep meaning to play this. I'll do it now. The jury will now retire. I like it as a perfect. thing. And I just forgot. That's perfect. To, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so well perfect. done. Always good to talk to Jerbs. And uh, if you're into what he's slinging, I will uh, do a raid on his channel after we're done here today. So enjoy cool. that. If you uh, like what he, if you smell what he's cooking. Yes. If you can smell what the young is cooking. Hey, <laughs> uh, that's it for the show. A reminder, again, just for those who missed it. We do not have a show tomorrow. In case uh, you're just joining us in a podcast. Exactly. This is tomorrow's no show. Uh, it's a one-off, so it's not a usual thing. It's a one-time thing, and it's the only time they could do it. So it's a very cool thing. So I'm excited to tell people when it finally happens or comes out. But Quit keep your eyes on that. It. I know. i got to stop doing that. Uh, today, a new current geek will go up. So uh, if you're looking forward to what's next in our list, oh, boy, got a good one today. That's posting up shortly after the show today. So watch for that. Uh, like I said, new episode of Skim and some other stuff happening today, and uh, the rest of the week is normal. All right, Brian and Brian may stream tomorrow morning, and I'll host him. So if he does, you'll see yeah, him. Uh, you know, to the regular place, and uh, you'll be like, "Oh, where are the poop jokes? Yeah. Uh, where? What, why isn't Brian talking to us? Why is he just playing cards? Right. What's going on? Right? Who else are you gonna watch beat Singaporean players? <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Yes. However, uh, what are they? Are they called Singaporean? Sings? I don't know. Sing a Singaporean. Sing yeah, I don't know. I don't know what a person from Singapore is called. Po- Singa- Singaporean. I don't know if I'm getting that wrong. Yeah. I'm sure well, I am. Filipino actually. players and uh, Malaysian players. Yeah, there yes. you go. Malaysian. Malaysian's a good one because I know. Yeah, I know that one. Like All right. Uh, so like watch Papa. for that. <laughs> Wait, chat room saying they're called singers. Yeah, I'm not looking at the chat room. You guys are all full of crap. <laughs> Uh, patreon.com slash TMS is how you support the show big thanks to everyone who does get your TMS film uh, film uh, festival uh, posts in that's already up on the frogpants.com slash TMS page uh, I was actually going to check while we are on the show how many we've gotten I'll do that real fast um, anyway uh, themorningstream at gmail.com for your emails we'd love to hear from you guys oh there it is right here let's see we are at total of oh we've only got submission so far oh wow both of those people guaranteed a prize so yep. i i think you know if you want a prize you just uh submit something and uh make it good don't yeah. just you know submit. yeah don't just throw a turd at us make friday a thing. or a thursday thursday we're saying end of day thursday is our uh is our deadline for the tms film fest yep. do it so get it in there we want more than two of you the links on the site frog oh my god pc rub 73 is there a topic for the film fest <laughs> yes it's <laughs> It's well, you explainer know. videos, it's reaction videos, like basically making fun of those YouTube um, those YouTube videos where somebody either tells you 10 things wrong with something or they, what, you watch them react to it or they explain what's going on. Yeah, there you go. You nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. Ooh, Shoujo Beats in the chat. I always like seeing her. Uh, yeah. Excellent. Well done, everybody. Thanks for being here. We're going to play a song now as we go out, and I'll guess it's a, some sort of cover based on a request of some kind. Oh my gosh! How did you know? I how know. did you? How did you figure it out? Uh, Dreadnecks, who's in the chat room today, wrote in. 
and said, hey, Scott and Brian, just thought I'd get back at my wife writing in emails without my knowledge by making a song request. Today, Thursday is really the day, September 17th is my 34th birthday. I'm celebrating in the same place I've been spending most of my time this year at home. I plan to face the year as I have every year, doing what The Good Place described as the most human thing of all, attempting something futile with a ton of unearned confidence and failing spectacularly. <laughs> so well put. Uh, thanks for everything you do. Regards, Logan, a.k.a. Dreadnecks. Well, Logan, thank you uh, for writing in and no show tomorrow. And I've got a thing for a request set up for Thursday uh, already. So I'm putting you a couple days early. You get You get two full days to enjoy this cover. Yeah. Listen to it over and over and over. Sure. Um, something optimistic is what uh, he requested. Now, if I remember correctly, um, Drednecks is, hope I'm not wrong on this, he's from Oklahoma, right? Because it was the whole discussion about Okies. Not originally from Oklahoma, but he was, oh, you know, right. he moved there from Texas and his wife is a native Oklahoman and took offense to the term Okie. Right. That sounds right. It's fine. It's totally fine. It's totally Whatever. Fine. Well, totally how about a song from Oklahoma? Sure. Uh, originally done by Rogers and Hammerstein, written by Rogers and Hammerstein. Here's a cover of Oh, What a Beautiful Morning. Now, this is by an artist uh, or a band called The Eels. If you remember The Eels from the 90s, um, Mark Oliver Everett goes by the name E. <laughs> I do like E. Uh -huh. I do Actually, I'm a big fan of The Eels and uh, and and Mark. Um so check out the rest of their music. Here's a live track you recorded from a uh, concert called Oh, What a Beautiful Morning. And it is the title track, Oh, What a Beautiful Morning. There's a bright golden haze in the meadow. There's a bright golden haze in the meadow. The corn is as high as an elephant's eye and it looks like it's climbing clear up to the sky well oh what a beautiful morning yes what a wonderful day look out there I've got a beautiful feeling Everything, everything's going my way Oh, the cattle are standing like statues the cattle are standing like statues They don't turn their heads As they see me right by And a little brown maverick Is winking her eye She says, oh, what a beautiful morning Yes, what a wonderful day I've got a beautiful Feeling, I got everything. Everything's going my way. Horn stand, please. Now perform.
The sounds of the earth are like music. The sounds of the earth are like music. The breeze is as busy. It don't miss a tree. And a little old weeping willow is laughing at me. She says, oh, what a beautiful morning. Yes, what a wonderful day. I've got a beautiful feeling. I got everything. Everything's going my way. Everything's going my way. Oh, baby. Such a wonderful day. I've got a beautiful feeling. Everything's going my way. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Talk to the hand. Talk to the hand.